4: Hello, everybody. It's me, Jason McIntyre, joined by the esteemed Rob Parker. We are in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes here on Friday, November 27th. Black Friday, Rob. How you doing, man?
5: I'm doing great, Jason. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Hope you and the family had uh, a great uh time together. I know we weren't having uh, big get-togethers, but family's still good, right? And food, did you have a good one?
4: No doubt about it, Rob. We've we, uh, we you know, been quarantining with several other families locally, and uh, you know, we got together for a little uh, healthy, socially distanced Thanksgiving. A lot of fun. Too bad the football stunk. I I, mean, goodness, I'm glad
5: gracious. you said that, because that's one of my things. Everybody's always ranting and raving how great the NFL is. The football was horrible yesterday yeah. to watch. And every NFL game is not great, and we saw that yesterday. But, Jason, you did say today's Black Friday. I did have to tell you that every Friday is Black Friday for me. I just want you to know. (laughs) That's right. I see you.
4: I follow you on social media. So I see all you shopping up, buying your Jordans (laughs) and and, and flossing with all your big, big money and uh, having fun and spending it. I'm uh, I'm not as spendthrift as you are, Rob. So uh, I did. Well,
5: you're married. You got a couple of kids. You know, I'm at a different point in life. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: You're you got you got the life. good life. You got the good life with the family and the kids. I'm just well, a, you know, bachelor trying to find some time in Vegas or you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Trying to get a little uh, enjoyment out of a, a pair of sneakers or something. <laughs> but but I must admit. You know, obviously people aren't shopping the way that they used to, you know, like this used to be crazy. People used to get up at four o'clock in the morning, Jason, you know, and and head to the stores, right? Um, Obviously, that's not the case. So... I don't. I don't really even know if I'm shopping at all today. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting.
4: I, on the drive in here to the studio, I drove by a GameStop, uh, video game shop. People and outside. That was the only place I saw where there was a huddle. There was like fifteen people. I guess yeah. they're trying to get the the new PlayStation Five or whatever it is. Right. Video games for their kids. But here's my deal. I just get everything online now. Don't you?
5: Most of the yeah. most of the stuff. I still enjoy. I I do like going out to the mall once in a while just yep. to walk around. Don't you like to? You know what I mean? I, I get it. It's so convenient. The only thing is buying clothes sometimes. You know, they look nice in the, uh, you know, the display or whatever or, or online. And then you get it at home and then to try it on. They don't always fit. So, sometimes I do like to buy clothes mm. when I need to try yeah, it I on it. and see what it looks like. I but do other, a, everything else, Yeah, online. I do a
4: lot of my gambling online as well. And I was ready to fire on the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I was going to back them against Pittsburgh last night. Um I know that sounds crazy. Who's betting no, on Baltimore right now? The I would have bet on
5: Baltimore as well. I yeah. agree with you because their season's on the brink. Jason, they they really needed to win that game. That's how big it is because right now, if the playoffs started, they're on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. you know? So they needed that win. But obviously the big news, of course, is
4: Lamar Jackson.
5: Lamar Unbelievable.
4: Jackson. I mean, what a fall. What a precipitous fall this has been for Lamar and, Rob, you know I do my daily podcast, Straight Fire. And about four weeks into the season, I noticed something was off with Lamar. And I started, you know, taking some shots. I'm like, this guy's not throwing for 200 yards. Defenses are starting to catch up with him. And I sort of compared what happened to him with Colin Kaepernick. If you remember, they have the same offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. And Kaepernick, the first time he came in in San Fran with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach, he was lights out. They went all the way to the Super Bowl. And don't, and, and don't forget this. Yeah. Uh, Ron Jaworski, you
5: know, the former NFL quarterback and analyst, went gaga over Colin Kaepernick in the beginning. If you remember, Jason, he said he could be the greatest quarterback ever. That's how, you know what I mean? He came out of the box and was almost unstoppable, but people get film on you and then they yeah. adjust. And then the big thing is always you have to readjust. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, after they kind of figure you out a little bit and what your tendencies are, that doesn't mean, it happens to everybody. This is not just about Lamar Jackson. This is about everybody. And you try to figure out what can we do well, to, to, on, to, to, to alter the guy? I, I
4: don't know that it's about everybody. We, nah, we, I'm I, just I'm saying Peyton Manning you couldn't adjust for. Nobody's adjusted for Patrick Mahomes yet. No, but I'm saying,
5: but, but you know what he does, and, and, and all I'm saying is you try. I'm not saying you, you're going to be successful. Right. I, it's like Mariano Rivera when he pitched for the Yankees. The cutter's coming, and guess what? Nobody can hit the cutter, right, his whole career. Yeah. So, so don't get me wrong.
4: I, I just, I, I've watched Lamar, and I don't want to say he's got happy feet in the pocket, and I'm not fully blaming Lamar, but when you look at his receiving core, uh, it, it's, it's laughable. And Rob, I mean, seriously, let's look at the other teams with quarterbacks on their rookie deal. Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, what do they do? We got to go get him some help. Let's get Stephon Diggs. What do the Cardinals do? We got to get uh, Kyler Murray some help. Let's get him Hopkins. What has Baltimore done? They went out and got Des Bryant. A guy who's been on his sofa like you and I for the last two years on Sundays watching football. That's not doing anything for Lamar Jackson. Get the man some help.
5: But Lamar's not that kind of a passer, so receivers like that, why would they want to come and play? That's not what the game is. When, When he's doing what he's doing, which was being a unanimous MVP last year, it wasn't about long passes. It was about him running, setting up. And then if you remember, go back to last year, Uh, A great game for him would be like 15 for 19, you know, 210 yards. You know, like it, it wasn't like he was throwing for 400 yards or anything. He was hard to stop, and it wasn't about the receivers. It was about him, and that's why I think it's harder to go out and get a big-time receiver when this guy's not slinging the ball all over the place.
4: True, but if, if you ask Stephon Diggs, hey, man, do you want to go to Buffalo and play with Josh Allen? It's like, why would I want to do that? I got, I'm with Kirk Cousins, but he had a falling out with Cousins, if you remember, on the sideline, very unhappy. But I, I don't totally blame it on Lamar Jackson. I also blame the offensive coordinator, Roman, who has not adjusted. And, Rob, last year they would throw. To set up the run. And then the second half, they would just run over teams right. with that offense. And Lamar passed for over 3,000 yards last year. I think he was, if not the first, the second player in NFL history. 3,000 yards passing, 1,000 yards rushing. Well, yeah. I mean, the, uh, Kyler the, the Murray, rushing part. Right? Kyler Murray's going to go for 4,000 this year passing and 1,000 rushing. And, you, you, you know, I, I asked this question to some people. Like, who would you rather have going forward the next three years? Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Well, and, and I mean, that's I easy. It's easy, right?
5: Well, that's easy to say now because of w- where everybody is. Um, and, and But, but Kyler Murray's record, despite the numbers you're talking about, I mean, they're a Hail Mary away from being a 500 team. Let's just be honest, Jason. So he, he can pile up the numbers without that win in Buffalo, right? Because they couldn't even follow that that win up against Seattle. All I'm saying is, if you take away that Hail Murray, I don't know if you're saying that. Because well, the numbers on. would be good, but there would be a 500 team. But I mean, they also
4: play in the toughest division in the NFL. It is what agree. it is. I the, get that. I mean, but, the Rams twice. Uh, who else? They got Seattle twice. You know, you basically got two Super Bowl contenders there. The 49ers went to the Super Bowl last year. Another beat up this year. Totally different. But I, I, I I'm all you.
5: in on Kyle. I hear Mer- you. I hear you. But I'm just saying, let's be honest. I mean, the uh, they 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 could be a 500 team despite those numbers and despite Hopkins. That's where they could be.
4: So where do you think the, this the league goes from here? This the game as of now is still on Ravens Steelers for Sunday. But I don't it, see
5: that game. Being uh, yeah, played. how can
4: they play that game?
5: I I I just don't. And if I'm Baltimore, and and you know, there's a chance that there could be more more players. Uh, you know, a, a few more tested positive, and obviously your quarterback. Your season's on the brink. I, I mean, if, I,
4: I'm, if I'm Baltimore, I don't want the, the game to be played. But here's the problem with the NFL, okay? Pittsburgh currently the best team in the league undefeated, and they're headed toward maybe home field advantage in the playoffs, and you can't have them play one less game than the Kansas City Chiefs. And where do you make up this game? Because all the bye weeks are done. So, But this is where the
5: NFL made a mistake. I, I think coming into the season – Uh, the notion that you would have a full season. Baseball went from 162, Jason, to 60, okay? The NBA played less. The NHL played less. The NFL should have worked out a 12-game schedule with some breaks in the schedule. There used to be a 12-game NFL season, so it's not inconceivable, but they needed to leave space so that you could make up games. How did they think that the coronavirus wasn't going to attack the NFL and wasn't going to derail or postpone games. They left no wiggle room. That's the problem. And you're right. So so what do you do? Do you have to, at some point, do you have to go, Jason, and go by winning percentage and not having the same amount of games played? If you can't get them in, are you pushing the Super Bowl back to, to March or April? No. Right. Out. No way. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. So how do you make it up? Okay. And God forbid if there's another
4: outbreak on a team, what would you do? Well, you know what you tell them? Hey, this is on you guys. We're not going to penalize the Pittsburgh Steelers for doing their job and avoiding COVID and being healthy, okay? Rob, this is not all that different from a group project in biology in 10th grade and one guy doesn't want to do any of the work, doesn't want to do anything, he doesn't show up for the meetings and he, then he says, oh, put my name on that." Well, no, you didn't do your part. Well, you're not getting you're not getting credit for this. The yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers have done their part. They should not be penalized. If I'm the NFL I say, you know what, Baltimore? Call up some practice squad guys. We're playing this game on Sunday.
5: But the We're only problem that. is, I think you're being very hard on teams that are hit by COVID. Because some people, Jason, you got to be honest, think they're doing the right thing, and it's not. You know, it's without malice. They're not purposely going out. But if but if you slip up and touch a doorknob, or you know what, or, or, or something where you think you're doing everything else right you can still catch it there's a lot of people who have caught it who thought they were following all the protocols so it's not like you're going out to a bar and you don't have a mask on if you're doing that kind of stuff then i got then i get it you know and those people should be punished for not following protocol but you got to be careful not to just paint everybody who gets it and says that they aren't doing what they're supposed to this is a very contagious thing.
4: Right. No, no. Certainly not blaming anybody for getting it, but it's clear some people are doing a better job or trying harder I agree than others. With that. I mean, you read the story for sure about the Baltimore Ravens strength and conditioning coach, okay? Failed to report symptoms, didn't consistently wear his mask or a tracking device, and they're saying he is the one who could have contributed to all these guys on the Ravens catching COVID. I, I, I just, it's tough for me to penalize the Pittsburgh Steelers here and screw them over out of potentially the number one seed. And Rob, the only issue with pushing the season back, okay, let's say you want to start the playoffs a week later. Well, most teams will sit their starters in week 17, right? You don't want anybody to get hurt right before the playoffs. So then if you sit your starters in your Pittsburgh or KC or whoever in the NFC, and then you have the week off, the bye week, because you're the number one seed, and then you build in another week, you're looking at potentially three weeks off between when you last played, and that's a huge disadvantage. Uh, not I'm, playing football for three weeks.
5: Yes, and and also what you you know factoring in is between now and the end of the season. What if there's some more cancellations or post? You know what I mean? Like like this is if everything were to stop right here and now, the way you just put that scenario out. What if there's more yeah. and there's other games? Okay, so, so that's what I'm saying. So so that's yeah, why. Yeah, this is
4: a weird one because the Ravens play on Thursday night against Dallas. They set it up both teams coming off Thanksgiving games, so now the Ravens are at a huge disadvantage in that Thursday game. But at the same time, you can't push Sunday's game to Monday. Mostly around the league, you could push a Sunday game to Monday if you need to, even a Tuesday. But I just I don't like penalizing those who are putting in the time and doing the work, and, and, and they're getting shafted here. I mean, do you did you see how angry the Pittsburgh players were? Uh, on social media when the Ravens, all these guys started testing, yeah, positive. I thought
5: that was over the top and insensitive, given where we are in this country and the surge and you know people out of work and and people dying and their belly aching about a football game jason i can't get on board. I thought it came off. Uh, looking very insensitive to people, and and very look at us. We matter. We we. Uh, it's all about us. We don't care what's happening. There's a surge going on. Do they understand what's happening in the country? This ain't about a damn football game. I thought it came off very very insensitive to to the masses.
4: Uh, I oof, I don't know that I could disagree with you more there, Rob. Okay. I mean, like they're upset because. The the Baltimore Ravens ruined it for them. Not anybody I else. I get it. It's I get that part. Baltimore.
5: But do you see what's happening in the country? Is I'm all asking you, Jason. Like this. This isn't like. Everything else around around the world and around this country has uh, has slowed down and things were great and, and you know as far as the numbers going down and then the ravens were were reckless and they did something. No, there's a surge happening everywhere. that's all I'm saying is it just sounds like big babies. Okay, that's so what it what, sounds like so over Rob, a football. What do you game. Want, what do
4: you want everything to do shut you want to go full shutdown again?
5: No, I'm just saying you gotta it's, everything is fluid and you gotta roll with it. you can't bellyache that you can't play a football game. That's all I'm saying. It just comes off on social media. If you can think about what well, you're is it, putting is, out.
4: Isn't that what social media is for? Just bellyaching and whining well, yeah. and yelling at people and being angry? So, Calais Campbell of the Ravens, um, I guess, you know, the, the league is pushing forward with this game. Uh, this just came down here in the last 10 minutes. Um, apparently, the NFL Competition Committee is adding roster flexibility, right? 16-man practice squads, unlimited IR, and – They're saying, hey, we may just have to play. Calais Campbell says, we just want to contain this outbreak. Speaking from experience, you don't want to catch COVID. This virus is brutal. I pray no one else has to go through this. This is bigger than football, which is echoing a lot of what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that uh, this is not a big deal. Bro, I've been where, when we we were at the Super Bowl together, Rob, right? Yes. Uh, Fox hosted the Super Bowl in January, and COVID was just starting to pop uh, in, I believe it was Seattle. And, I, I got nervous. I, I called my dad, who lives down there in Florida. I said, yo, dad, I went to a couple stores. I can't find uh, an N95 mask. Can you look for one? And he's in Fort Lauderdale. He drives to a bunch of stores, finds some at, like, Home Depot. Wow. Uh, like, 20 minutes later, away. I drive up to Lauderdale, get the N95 mask. I get gloves. And I go on the plane on the way back from the Super Bowl. And people were looking at me like I'm a nut job. Like, wait, you're wearing mask and a gloves on an airplane? And there were a right. couple other masks. And... Um I just I just was like I don't want to take a chance. I haven't flown since the middle wow. of February, Rob. We went to we went on a quick getaway after the football season. We do it every year and we flew out to Cabo. And by the time we got back it was like, all right, everything's headed toward a shutdown. And and Rob, we're very serious about this. Okay. I mean, I don't mess around. I'm always wearing masks. We haven't been really in anybody's house. Uh nobody's been in our house. You right. know, we're doing our best job to to stay safe out there, but we saw the NBA successful with the bubble. I, I don't, can you get a bubble for the NFL playoffs, Rob? Can that happen?
5: Uh, that's a good question. I, possibly, especially if you're not doing uh, – fans aren't going to be a part of it. You know what I mean? If you can just say to yourself, we're going to take the L on the fans. I know that some teams have had fans or whatnot. How many did so- the Cowboys have yesterday? Did they have twenty five thousand? Twenty five thirty, something like that, yeah. Yeah. People showed up, man. I, I give them credit. I I went to the World Series in Dallas, you know, at the new stadium That's there. Right. And uh I was there for and they only had twelve thousand and people all had their gloves on yeah. and their masks. I didn't have any issue, man. I, I I thought it was well done. They took your temperature when you came in. You know what I mean, Jason? Like it, it was it was well done. Yeah.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
2: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos.
3: Or stream us live on the Peacock app.
4: Rob and I have hosted plenty of shows together Usually the first hour is smooth sailing, and then we start arguing about something. Yes, Whether it's will. LeBron being the greatest of all time, Tom Brady being the greatest of all time. I don't know. Rob will find something to get angry about. But on one thing, we agree. Rob and I grew up as journalists, right? Newspaper guys. Um, and it's kind of an industry that's struggling a lot right now. Uh, as the media landscape is shifting, um, online journalism is a thing. And, we, you know, we got a guest coming up right here who was at Bleacher Report, and he just launched a pretty cool uh, long-form football journalism site. His name is Tyler Dunn. Ty, good morning, man. How are you? Welcome to the show.
6: Good morning, fellas. Man, great to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
4: Yeah, thanks for joining us. And, you know, I, I, it's pretty clear reading your stuff. Uh, really enjoy it. It's uh, The site's golongtd.com. Uh, you know, Ty, I was digging into your Josh Allen story, and we just don't see that anymore. Uh, we don't see these long pieces where you can really sink your teeth into it and learn something because, you know, we've we've heard about the attention span of everybody and people click on outrageous stuff. They don't really click on smart stuff. I don't know. Talk to us about what, what uh, your endeavor was and, and what you plan to do here. No
6: doubt, Jason. I mean, you just nailed it. I'm, I'm hoping that this is really a niche out there. i just seen where uh, sports – media you know in terms of the written word is is going obviously it's it's kind of going to 140 character bytes um gifs memes takes uh that that's where everything is is kind of going i guess in 2020 and beyond so just just seeing that direction and uh wanting to you know maybe bet on myself a little bit and, and seeing others have success with this it just seemed like the right timing and i think it was the right timing too um, just at this point in my career, kind of covering this league for a little over a decade and having a lot of relationships um, from being at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel covering the Packers to the Bills at the Buffalo News and and Bleach Report, uh, doing the whole NFL here as a features writer for four and, four and a half years or so, I just thought I was like an, in a spot where I could kind of take this plunge into self-employment and just you know do these long-form stories, whether it's the inner workings of a team, like uh, kind of like the Packers story we did at Bleach Report a couple of years ago to in-depth profile, sitting down with the guys. Uh, the, the reception has been unbelievable. I, I've been reaching out to a lot of players, and they're all about it. So just hoping to put this out there. And if, if folks want to uh, get on board and subscribe and they like it, I, I think it's, it's got a lot of potential. I'm hopeful.
5: Uh, I'm going to say I, I don't think that this is a bad uh, idea from this standpoint, that uh, 60 Minutes has been around since 1968, and – it's long-form journalism on television that people always thought people had no attention span for, but if you do good stuff and you and you really dive into stuff that's interesting, people who like to read and are are you know interested in stuff, and all you need is a solid uh, base of those people. You know what I mean? There's a lot of fringe yeah. people who just aren't going to be interested in it, and that's fine. It's not for everybody, but I think there's a place here. I, I, what's the Game plan as far as you said, people can subscribe. You know how do how do people subscribe? How much does it cost? And and then you know how often are you putting out these kind of pieces? You know what I mean, where people can right. I, actually chime in. Or, or that, that's
6: a great question. It, it definitely what I wrestled with too. You know how how do you kind of uh, make this work? You know in terms of a publication, and they can uh, they can subscribe. Right on the website, like you said, it's golongtd.com um, on Substack's platform, which has just been fantastic to use. And right now our rate is uh, $7 a month, you know, a couple, couple cups of coffee or $70 a year. And early on, I, I am opening up stories uh, for free just so folks can kind of get a sense for the type of stories I'm going to do. Obviously, they can subscribe at any time. I'm not going to discourage that. But, uh, yeah, just check us out. And if, if you like it, subscribe. You can get on the email list, uh, free or paid, at any time. And in terms of the cadence of everything, uh, I think uh, – I'm not think, I, I know this is what it's going to be. On Mondays, we're, we are going to have some type of uh, feature analysis wrap-up of everything you saw on Sundays. And then once they get into an extended Q&A with a current player, a former player, somebody who is just going to be honest and maybe say something really from the heart, say something they really they really believe – Thursday we'll, we'll do a player profile, uh, somebody that just has something interesting to say, has an interesting story that's different from the minutia that, that you may get out there. And then Friday will be our signature piece. I think every Friday I want to put out something that uh, hopefully has folks you know, opening up and stop what they're doing and, and want to read it. So well, like l- I said, l- it's, it's a niche. It's not a, not for everybody maybe that, that wants to you know, click around on social media, but I'm, I'm hoping there's still folks out there.
5: I, I think there are. Let me, j- Jason, jump in w- again with, with – I need you guys to do a full-blown interworkings piece on the pitiful Detroit Lions who have won one playoff game since 1957. And what is the issue – you know, football supposed to be about parity and it doesn't take you long to go from worst to first. And you know what I mean? If you play your cards right – but there's got to be an interworking story about the Lions and why this thing hasn't worked for decades. You know what? The, the Lions, to me,
6: are, are just really similar to even the Vikings in the division, which we'll have a story on, on the Vikings coming out uh, later today. But just the team that it's like you kind of can convince yourself that you're a contender, right? Like, you, and I, I get it. The pressure to win now is, is so high, especially with Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn, you know, there's I think fans have been restless for a while, so they want to win now. So they take a cornerback first instead of a quarterback, which in retrospect, I think everybody would have to agree, right? You you, you hit reset every possible way, <laughs> coach, GM, quarterback. It, sometimes it's best, and it, I, you know every ownership group is, is kind of different with how they approach it. But in in terms of the Vikings and the Lions, I, I, looking back in retrospect it would have been wise just to completely start over. Cause you can, you can get caught into no man's land when you are seven and nine, six and 10. And, and just the same problems keep coming up. And yeah, you got a Matt Stafford. Yeah. You got a Kirk cousins. You're going to win some games, but um, I, I don't know. It, it, it can be hard to look in the mirror and make that decision as an owner. But sometimes that the, the hardest decisions are the right decisions.
4: Ty, let me ask you this. Um, So you had mentioned about the, the issues with journalism going forward. So, I, I was in newspapers. I went to college. I was like, oh, I love newspapers. I had internships. By the time I got out of college, the internet had kind of popped. I, I spent like two or three years in newspapers and realized, like, listen, this is, there's no money in this. I can't make a living wage off working in a newspaper. And I got, you know, I got into magazines and started the website, the big lead, and ended up selling it. Got kind of lucky there. But social media seems to have really changed things. Back in, like, 2005, 2006— Social media was not a huge thing. Facebook was kind of on campuses. There was no Twitter yet. How much do you think social media has changed the journalism game? And do you think it's just too far gone that, you know, legacy magazines like Sports Illustrated and, you know, waking up to read the newspaper in the morning, that stuff is just over and it's all going to be online now? It's
6: funny hearing you say that, Jason, because I can remember being at Syracuse, this would have been 2009, and it was like a public speaking class. And I think I, for, for, the, for whatever we were doing that day, I, I was talking about Twitter, and introducing what Twitter was to the class. And two people in like a class of 20 even knew what it was. Yeah. Um, a lot has changed in, in the decades since then. And I, I, to answer your question, it is it can be demoralizing. I, I, for, for somebody like myself, like, like you may believe too, is, as somebody who, who likes to read and consume information and, and content, it it can be demoralizing and then it's just not it, – it, it's a free flow of takes a free flow of gifs it's just trying to to be funny and don't get me wrong there's a lot of folks on there who are funny and have things to say and joke around about and be before you know it you're clicking around and you just wasted an hour two hours when I don't know a, a good story might take 20 minutes to read 25 minutes to read and it is it can be kind of depressing. <laughs> More people seem to be going toward the former when you think that, you know, I don't want to sit down and read something. Well, you just wasted time just screwing around on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Um, I, yeah, you're right. Are people waking up in the morning, buying a newspaper, pouring a cup of coffee and just kind of reading it, you know, outside on the deck? Probably not. But I, I think there's still a lot of folks out there who, if, if it's good, if you build it and it's good, they'll come. If it's a good story and it's worth reading, and it gets shared, and hey, that's where Twitter's amazing. I mean, it, 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 you can share stuff that is good, and it's going to reach a lot of folks, a lot of eyeballs. I still think people will sacrifice that time and view that time as worth it to read. So um, that that's absolutely going to be the aim here. It's just try, try to tell stories that are worth your time. and Like we had the other day with uh, the Bills owner, Terry Pagula, coveting Patrick Mahomes, loving Patrick Mahomes, almost drafting Patrick Mahomes, and they didn't do it. And here they got Josh Allen and there's a lot of press around him. I hope these are the kind of stories that the folks uh, will want to read. I,
5: I still believe that there's a place for good journalism. I, I I don't believe that like the New York Times, the L.A. Times, the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, great newspapers will always be around just Jason a, a, in a different form. And as soon as they can figure out how to make money off the Internet, and that's still what people are still yeah. trying to figure out. Cause even if you're on Twitter and people are giving away, yes, you might be reaching a lot of people and whatnot, but you're giving away your information and you're giving away, right, for no cost to most people. And un- until they can figure out how to monetize it, uh, and they and, and they will figure it out. Cause when I was in the newspaper business and the internet first started, and they were giving away the newspaper online. Back then, I was like, I don't understand it. If this was a bakery and you're giving away the bread, we'll be out of business. How are you giving away, <laughs> right, you know, your right. content? Because they thought the newspaper itself was the product, not the content. Do you know what I mean? That's what they thought was, yeah. the, what was the product. So I, I think that there's room for uh, good journalism and, and uh, good luck, because I do believe there are people out there who want knowledge.
6: I appreciate it, man. I guess that's where Substack. I'm hoping is is ahead of the curve with it's. You know, there's no advertising. There's really no corporate overlords. It's direct. You know, con- consumer producer. You're, you're you are giving the reader your stuff. If they like it, they'll pay for it. If they don't, they don't have to. And. I kind of like that simplicity, so I I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for letting me uh, spread the word here.
4: All right, Ty Dunn, follow him on social media at T-Y-D-U-N-N-E and uh, sign up for his football long-form journalism Substack newsletter. It sounds awesome, Ty, and uh, I'll be signing up today. Thanks a lot, man. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. All right, he's Tyler Dunn. Listen, Rob, you and I grew up um, on newspapers, man. I would remember my dad would wake up to go to work Every morning, he had a government job, and he would leave at about like you know 5.45, 6, and I would wake right. up at 6 o'clock. He would bring the newspaper in, and the first thing I would say was, Hey, Dad, can I get the sports section? Right. And Rob, you know what he would tell me every day? You know, Jason, you need to read more than just sports. <laughs> I know you like sports. You play sports. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was always reluctant, and Rob, all I've done in the last 15 years— um, like I, I try to read books that are not sports. Right. Expand the knowledge. That's the one thing I get these college kids DMing me on Instagram every week. Hey Jason, how do you crack in? How the heck do you get ahead? And that's what I say. I say, listen, you got to read, you know, sports stuff, but also read non-sports. How much non-sports do you read?
5: No, I, I read non-sports. I'm, I'm, I'm into, you know, you know me. I'm a world traveler. I love to know about uh, the rest of the world. What's going on? Uh, things happening. But but uh, when I was a kid growing up in New York, I read three newspapers a day at nine years old, Jason. I used to read wow. the Daily News in the morning uh, to school, the, the New York Post on the way home. And then I had a paper route. I delivered the Long Island Press when I was a kid. So I had three, I read three newspapers every day, cover wow. to cover.
4: You know, one of the issues right now is that it feels like news has become politicized. If you're not on a side, you know, pick a side and go all in on that side, then people don't really want to read you. I think people there's so many options out there, Rob, that people want to read their what confirms their thoughts. You know, they don't want to read the, you know, hey, this guy's right down the middle. They don't want that. They want what's on their side. I think that's a little troubling. Do you not think that?
5: Uh yes, because that's not where it's supposed to be, you yeah. know. But but that's where we are. It doesn't mean we'll always be there. Uh, things can change. The, I, you I've know seen... what the smart
4: guys do? The smart thing to do, Rob, is and and I think this was in the book, The Art of War, Sun Tzu, is you have to know your opponent. And in sports, you can't just read your side. To get an appreciation for what the heck's going to happen, you've got to know both sides of the argument. Every lawyer who's ever been in a courtroom knows, okay, I know what I'm saying. I know to defend my guy. What are they going to say? So you got to you know prepare what? for the other side. I totally
5: agree. I was probably one of the biggest Rush Limbaugh listeners. You know what I mean? I used to listen, even though I didn't you know, follow along with his politics. But I did want to hear both sides. I really did. And what, what was the, the buzz on the, uh, on the other side of the aisle? So I did listen. I, I don't agree with – I don't want to hear anything that's different from what I believe in or saying. I, I think that's a crazy world.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
4: Nice morning in Los Angeles. A little brisk, I I would say, Rob. Uh, Have you been outside today? No, but,
5: yeah, it looks a little uh, brisk, and uh, even in the apartment, I got on a... I had to slip on a little uh, pullover. You know what I mean. Yeah, po- what are you? What are you rocking polo?
4: Little Tommy Hilfiger? No, nah, a little wearing? Nike. Little nah.
5: Nike pullover. Yeah, nah,
4: Rob loves to get outfitted by them. I only wear the stuff they send me. You know, I'm not buying their stuff. They don't need my money. But I will gladly wear the stuff they send me. Rob, uh, you got any TB12 gear?
5: What was that, Jason? You got I'm any?
4: Sorry. You got any TB12 gear?
5: No TB12. Are you kidding? All right, listen. Uh, does I, I that don't... come with Geritol or oh, not? I'm just trying to now. figure it out. Uh, he's
4: not that old. He just needs to go to bed early. Uh, Dude, it right. looks bad. Let me set it up, okay? And I, you guys need to, I need to preface this by saying Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, bar none. That is, there's no debate. There's no discussion. He has six <laughs> rings. He's the best, okay? He has been very good this year when not facing top 10 defenses. <laughs> it's pretty clear. What the defenses are doing, the elite pass defenses know how to stop Brady. Against everyone else, he's shredding them, okay? It's, I mean, chuck it and duck it. Um, Tom Brady is getting the job done. Now, his other problem between facing elite defenses is the night games, okay? We know Tom Brady does worse than Jay Leno in primetime, all right? We're talking about a guy who's 0-4 against the spread this year in primetime games. But the Chiefs game Sunday is at 425. It's not at night, Rob. I'm telling you right now, if you are a gambling man and you can stomach it, sometimes I like to say, you know, you got to hold your nose and take some of these ugly underdogs. Nobody is going to be backing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. Absolutely nobody is putting their after-tax dollars on Tom Brady against Mahomes after what everybody saw on Monday night against the Rams. Okay? The side this week, if you can stomach it, is Tom Brady and the Bucs. Chiefs are not a top-10 pass defense. They should move the ball. I don't know if they'll win. But I like Tom Brady to show up here. We know there's nobody better coming back after an outright loss than Tom Brady. All right, not Rob against Parker, a good team. The man. The floor Stop is it. yours. Fire when ready.
5: First of all, I want to call you out. If you're so all into Tom Brady, let's bet a pair of Jordans on this game. You, would you want to do that?
4: Well, now here's you. the thing: the Bucks are underdogs. I think they're getting four or three and a half. If you want to give me bet odds, you, I'll, I'll take bet
5: them. you. I'll bet you two pair of Jordans to one. Okay. If you win, I'll buy you two pair. All right, so I, I, all I got to do is take three and a half? No, no, no. You got to win. You got to win the oh, game. Oh, come on. On the money line? You got to win the game. I'm giving you two pair of Jordans to one. Wow. Well, it's I, real simple. You, that tells, you, tells me you don't believe in Tom Brady. I, I, mean, I believe
4: what? him to cover the spread. Oh, Uh, stop!
5: You expect them to lose by three? Is that what you're saying? Come on, Jason.
4: I will. While you continue to bash Brady, I will look online at some of the gambling shops and find out the money line price. But go ahead, trash your guy Brady. Go ahead. I I don't even have to
5: do it because Bruce Arians, the coach, has been doing it, and it's been great from the standpoint of not protecting this guy. They went and they bent over backwards for Tom Brady. They didn't bring Tom Brady to Tampa to just make the playoffs. This franchise hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years. When you bring in a, a dinosaur quarterback at 43 years old, you're bringing him in to, win, to go to the Super Bowl, to give yourself a chance to win a Super Bowl, not just to, 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 to make the playoffs. And here's the other part. The teams he can't beat are the teams that are in the way. Jason, he's never made it to the Super Bowl as a, 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 as a um, wild card team and not winning the division. The only time they've ever won is when they've won the division. And here they are when they play the better teams. And even that Green Bay game, Green Bay was up 10 nothing in Tampa, and then Aaron Rodgers had the bad day at the office with a couple of, uh, you know, picks, and it just turned the whole game around, and Green Bay could never get back on track. But other than that, they've struggled against the better teams. And you're like, well, you know, uh, Kansas City's not a top 10 defense or whatever against the pass. Did you watch Tom Brady? Uh, He can't even throw the ball downfield. And that's why Bruce Arians is like, we got to get better play from our quarterback. He's on an 0 for 22 streak of passes of more than 20 yards downfield. This isn't the dink and dunk life he was living with Bill Belichick and then you can't be like well Bruce Arians is, is supposed to act like Bill Belichick if Tom Brady wanted Bill Belichick he should have stayed in New England Bruce Arians is a different guy look at all the quarterbacks under his under his watch all of them suffered from throwing picks because they all throw the ball downfield Everybody thought, oh, you bring Brady in, all those picks by Jameis Winston will go away, and that team that won seven games will win 12 or 13 with Tom Brady, and it would be a piece of cake. I get the schedule down the the end, looks pretty easy, and they should be able to compile some wins and make it to the playoffs, but you can't have any confidence right now in Tom Brady and this team beating the good teams that you need to beat in order to get to the Super Bowl. So I, I think Bruce Arians is spot on. Tom Brady right here, right now, is the weak link. Tom he's Brady, the Tom Brady link. is the weak link. He's the weak link, weak link for the Bucks. Okay. If you got better quarterback play, I don't know what their record would be. Right, so they dumped the Jameis Winston. He has more picks this year than he had all of last
4: year. They dumped Jameis Winston to upgrade to Brady, and they're headed to the playoffs. That's an undeniable fact Yes, that's but that's happening. not why they got Tom
5: Brady to just make the playoffs. You know that's not the case, Jason. I would agree.
4: But they're, are you saying they definitely are not going to the Super Bowl? Yes, I mean, Just because they can't beat definitely. the Saints, haven't beat the Saints, understandable, they got embarrassed once, and the other game, first game of the season – uh, Rob, I think you just got to step back your hatred from Belichick. Just take there's, a quick step back. There's and, no hatred. I don't. And, ha-
5: I don't know the man. What do you mean? I, I don't hate him. You, my, you my, listen. My...
4: All you do is bash Brady and Belichick, and I get that. Okay, but Tom Brady left the Patriots, and where are they right now? Where yeah, are they? Talk, no, they are hot about that. garbage. They're not but going let's to the playoffs. Talk about Tampa Tom Brady. Bay. Wait, wait, wait. Tom Brady leaves the Patriots. They are going downhill. Uh, you know, you can make all the stock market jokes you want. They are done. The Patriots are toast because Brady's not there. Okay. Brady goes to Tampa, and Tampa with Jameis Winston, number one pick, could not get to the playoffs. Tom Brady comes in. They're going to the playoffs. This is almost the exact same team. I don't get the hate for Brady. Yes, he has struggled at night, outlined definitely. He has struggled against top 10 defenses. Let me remind you, Rob Parker, this is a man in a new city with new teammates, with a new head coach, with a new playbook. These are not excuses, these are facts. I think I'm going to give Tom Brady a little bit more time. Does he look washed? Yes, at times he has looked washed. Peyton Manning looked washed. His final year in Denver. Remember that? Peyton Manning yeah, but in he Denver. Didn't win the Super Bowl. They said he was he injured. Went- they said he was injured, but you know it was he really like, like, oh, we like the tin
5: man in that Super Bowl, had had about 100 yards. And he, he got a awful. Super Bowl ring. He won. Yeah, but but that defense is what won that Super Bowl. You know that. That had nothing to do with Peyton Man. That was a parting gift for I his agree. career.
4: I agree, but a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. Nobody's going to take Trent Dilfer's Super Bowl ring away because the Ravens and the running game and the defense won in the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champ. He could go on the speaking circuit forever. So a ring is a ring is a ring. Yeah, and, but, but,
5: but I think you, you're, you're really, like, glossing over. This is not
4: just talking heads
5: on television and radio talking about Tom Brady. This is Bruce Arians. What is he's Bruce Arians, coach.
4: What uh, Bruce Arians, really good coach. He's won plenty, okay? He won as a coordinator with the Steelers. He's a good quarterback coach. At some point, he's going to have to say, you know what? My style might have to be tweaked for Tom Brady. Because no. he's not the quarterback that can sling it 60 yards. He can't complete anything over 20 year yards. Why did Tom Brady agree to go to Tampa Bay knowing Bruce Arians? Did he
5: do his due diligence? Well, did he do his homework? If Tom what Brady were the other options? The no, I'm asking you. you, know you why could, if, no if you know with
4: the Chargers and Anthony Lynn. Because I mean,
5: nobody wanted to pay a 43-year-old quarterback on the downside that kind of money to, to give Tom Brady... I mean, it's re- Tom Brady's the only quarterback in the NFL, only player in the NFL who's getting a paycheck, Social Security, and his pension all at the same time.
4: Oh, God. You just love going in on Brady. Again, I'm going to cite the stats. 64% completions. 6.8 yards per attempt. 25 TDs. 9 interceptions. I mean, is he a top 10 quarterback in the league right now? I think you've got to make that case. This was a guy who, before the Saints game, two or three weeks ago, Three weeks ago. Was this considered an MVP contender? No, he was Yes, he was. He had Against 20 who? touchdowns. Against who? Well, all Come he's on, done Jason, is really you know struggling. I mean, if you remove those Saints games where he has five interceptions. You can't remove those Saints games Again, because- I'm not. here. I'm, I'm just saying, if you take out the Saints games where he's been bad. The second one was he was awful. In nine games, he has 23 touchdowns and four interceptions. In nine <laughs> games that aren't the Saints. Okay, he's been very good this year, Rob. Nah, With not the exception against the, teams. Against the tough teams. Well, uh, uh, again, I'm just the, the Even the Packers,
5: lie. even the Packers win. Tom Brady had 160 yards. He wasn't great. The defense
4: was outstanding. Wait, what is That's yardage what, won Matt, the Packers what is yard? Is there like a yardage? No, I'm just telling you. It's not like you threw the ball all
5: over the field and had 300 yards and four touchdowns. Tom Brady was set up on small. The defense got the ball. And he was 20 yards from the end zone, and he was able to facilitate that. That's all I'm saying. I, Jason, just be honest. He's not the same guy. And, and all the people who thought that you add Tom Brady, uh, add uh, um, add some uh, Antonio Brown. Rankowski,
4: Antonio Brown.
5: And, and, yeah. and, and, and add uh, Leonard Fournette and, and stir and add water, and they were going to
4: win a championship. That's just, it just hasn't happened. And that's my point. Well, of course it hasn't happened. We're, we're barely, we're not even in December. But it ain't are you happening, saying that the Bucs you know. are not right now Super Bowl
5: contenders? No, they're not Super Bowl. Not in the NFC. Absolutely not. Nope.
4: I don't see it. I, I totally disagree. I mean, who's the, who, name the three best teams in the NFC right now. Number one is the Saints. I'll give you that, right? Who's the yes. second best team in the A- A- NFC? Uh, the Packers are better than Ah, oh, stop it. The Bucks murdered them. Murdered them 38-10. To Embarrassed and them. Next, next. Who's and better? Wait a not give and, me that.
5: And wait a minute. And stop. Green Bay also went to New Orleans and, be,
4: and beat the Saints. This, they, this is true. They did. On the, the
5: road. Summer. On the road. 37-30 so
4: shootout. So you're saying all of a sudden they're the best team? No, I didn't say they're the best team, but
5: I'm just saying don't act as if the Packers haven't beaten anybody. The Saints have won seven in a row. The Packers went to New Orleans and won on the road I don't in think a big you, I game. Don't think,
4: I, I don't think – neutral field right now, Gavin, you're a gambler. Who is – Gavin, the producer here. Neutral field right now, who's favored, Packers or Bucks? Uh, That is kind of tough, though, because the Buccaneers haven't been uh,
5: too great lately. I, I'd probably go Packers there. Yes, thank I you, probably Gavin. Would. I don't know, Jason. What do you think? I Explain think the I think you the think Bucks, Bucks are better not than the Packers. way the Bucks are playing right now. This is
4: a Packers team that is a even joke. the pa- even the Bucks defense hasn't been that great. I that agree with easily. Jason. All right, so hold on. So we're two two now. We're two two, right? If you, I'll give you uh, as number one, the Saints. We're split on Packers, so we, we will we'll pass on that one. Who else is a, definitely a Super Bowl contender over the Bucks in the NFC? If you say well, Seattle we might have to shut down the show well i'm
5: gonna say yes you're looking at seattle now all right wait a minute okay but wait a minute you gave him the answer jason wait a minute no 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 but you got the rams i love where the rams are now the rams are seven and three they beat the bucks in tampa Tampa. so so i'm gonna put them over the over top of uh uh over the Bucks. so there you go and then if you want to just throw in uh uh Seattle just because of Russell Wilson and obviously their defense and he struggled the last couple of weeks. But but they were another team. So those are at least three or four teams. And I'll give the Bucks uh the advantage over. And you just told me how much you love Kyler Murray and I he's the guy noticed. that you would go forward with, but all of a sudden at uh six and four you're not buying Kyler Murray. Well, I huh? mean he's a second year quarterback
4: on a team. Yeah I, 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 I mean Second year quarterback. I mean, no, no, I can't say Kyler Murray. Why? Better than Patrick Brady.
5: Mahomes was a second year uh, starter when he won the Super Bowl. He also so had
4: Andy Reid as his I'm... head coach, Cliff Kingsbury in his second year as a coach. Come on, now that's a, no comparison. I like Kyler Murray a lot. They were a playoff team this year, but uh, for you to just disregard Tampa because of a couple bad losses. Just a reminder: point differential, which is a pretty good indicator of how strong a team is. Saints plus seventy three bucks. Plus 67. That's close. That is very close. Yes, we're talking about a Saints team that went to the Raiders earlier this year and lost, okay? Uh, we're talking about a Saints team that barely covered the spread against the Panthers, barely covered the spread, beating the uh, Chargers and Justin Herbert by three. I get it. The Saints are playing right now as good as anybody in the league. I think they will and, and crush Denver. And their defense,
5: Denver. when you talk about that that team, it ain't just about the quarterback. Their defense has given up, Jason, 25 points in their last three games. Very strong. It Okay? That's eight points a game, roughly. And when you're giving up that, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. That's why Hill went in there. It was no problem. And they beat Atlanta, and they did what they had to do. But they get after the quarterback. They're playing really well. That's why they won seven in a row. That team is a good team. And they're letting – uh, Drew Brees, get his soap back together. He won't be tired at the end. He should be fresh, ready to go. And they're going to make a run at the Super Bowl. Kay. I picked them to get to the Super Bowl The Saints. What this is a
4: successful season for Tom Brady and the Bucks this year? Uh, to the Super Bowl. Oh, God. What? Two teams make the Super Bowl. Really? This is no, a team you... that hasn't made the playoffs, you wait said, a in minute. 12 years. Jason, there is no... There is no
5: five year plan. He's a 43 year old quarterback who's on a two year contract. This was about getting to the Super Bowl and trying to win it. He doesn't have five years to to come up with a game plan. You're telling me if they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, that that's a good year for them? Is that that what you're telling me? You would be like. So, wait. So, you'll
4: give them a pass if they lose the Super Bowl? Yeah, if they lose the Super okay, Bowl. Okay, can absolutely. we file that? Let's file that away. Rob Parker, if Brady I the loses tape. the Super Bowl. It's okay. <laughs> you got yeah, I know you're gonna kill him, Rob.
5: But so, I are, want you to know, are we betting on this game? Because yeah, I want well, I'm yeah, betting well, you two pairs of to We got Jordans another hour warm. and a
4: half. I need to let it marinate. Oh, look it looks like this. the money line is uh if you bet hundred eighty five dollars on Tampa, you will win uh I need I need I need to look at it. Um, it's basically two need, to one. Two to one, I okay. mean, it, it really He's is. He's
5: afraid, and that's what I just offered him, right? I, I think hey, the thing Gavin, is about the— I offered the... him two pair of
4: Jordans to one. That's what <laughs> I offered him. And, and I, I know to win. The... I can't cover the spread. Yeah, but— yeah. It, Rob, you get the best player in football. And the better coach. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Bruce Arians has not been a great year for him. Yeah, Yeah. he's been rough. I mean, I love how Rob just totally gives Arians a pass. No big deal. I mean, goodness gracious. Like, Bruce Arians is not to blame at all for this. Bro, Rob, he got a six-time Super Bowl winner, and he's ripping the guy in the media. If Tom Brady wanted to get ripped in the media, he would have stayed with Belichick (laughs) in New England. I mean, all Belichick did was rip him. And by the way, I can't believe how you're not mentioning how the genius Bill Belichick is suddenly, uh, what are they, four and six, four this and seven? This is not a Belichick oh, segment. Yeah, no We're big talking deal. about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Brady. Uh, what's what's about the record, by Tom the way, Brady. for uh, the Patriots? Uh, so, Patriots? Tom Brady leads. Patriots go down. Bucks sign Tom Brady, Bucks go up. Like, I mean, it's pretty clear how awesome this guy is. By the way, I don't think in NFL history any quarterback of 43 or older has started more than six games. Brady, Has beaten that, okay? He's been pretty damn good this year outside of a handful of games. Yeah, right, the games that matter the most. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Outside of the good uh, good teams. Now, just to be clear, we'll wrap up this segment. Two things can be true. You will agree, right, Rob, that Tom Brady can be the GOAT, which he is, and he has struggled mightily at times this season. Is that a factual statement?
5: Uh, The struggle part, yes. Uh, Joe Montana's the goat in my eyes. I'm sorry.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes.
3: We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. All right, everybody,
6: game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
2: Their own unique mini games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine, and there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
6: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
4: Back here on the Dan Patrick Show, he is out for Black Friday, and uh we decided to book a great guest here because we've been doing a lot. Of football, uh, let's welcome in former NFL coach June Jones. He is currently offering a uh, coaching class on CoachTube.com. Um, little run and shoot offense action, June Jones. How are you, man?
5: Yes, doing good. Doing good.
4: Uh, thanks for taking the time this morning to join us. I'm just curious, as as a guy who played quarterback growing up, did a lot of coaching. Can you just chime in real quick on the Dallas Cowboys decision by Mike McCarthy on Thanksgiving deep in his own end down by four to call a fake punt end around baffling stuff from the Cowboys. Cowboys fans are outraged at McCarthy. He kind of won them back last week, beating the Vikings and now he lost everybody again.
7: Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, You know, obviously if it works, uh, we're all praising him, Uh, but uh, you know, I, I, probably would feel a little different if it was one to two yards uh, for the first down instead of ten. Um, but obviously they had talked about it. I saw the special teams coach McCarthy talking before it and talking after it. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. It doesn't look pretty.
5: Talking about not looking pretty, Tom Brady throwing the ball more than 15 to 20 yards hasn't looked pretty <laughs> either uh, recently, June. what What's going on there? Is this just father time? Is this Tom uh, uh, Bruce Arians asking Tom Brady to do more than he's really capable? We we know about the Dinkin and the Duncan in New England, uh, and Bruce Arians likes to air the ball out. Does Tom Brady have an arm to 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 be able to do this?
7: Well, it's looking like Father Time is catching up. Uh, you know, I I have been uh, surprised by the the size of the inaccuracy. You know, I mean. I've never seen uh, Brady miss a guy by 20 yards, you know. Uh, and I know that he has, you know, trying to avoid guys in the pocket and so on and so forth, anticipating maybe more than he uh, knows where they're going. But at the same time, the accuracy part of it is very concerning. And uh, obviously, as a coach, you've got to, you know, realize what's happening and, uh, and make sure you do what your players can do. And uh, if uh, Bruce needs to adjust his uh, game plans, then he needs to adjust his game plans to get him in the Super Bowl.
5: But let me ask you this, Drew, and I want to follow up. Did Tom Brady maybe not do his due diligence when he decided to go down there? Because this is what Bruce Arians does. And and I hear what you're saying about adjusting. But maybe Tom Brady, you know, you, you want to get away from Bill Belichick and do your own thing but maybe he went to a guy where, where that, that's not the right fit for him, that maybe he picked the wrong place.
7: Well, I think the places were limited, and, and uh, uh, it certainly looked like a good place uh, at the time. And Obviously, it was a money-driven uh, decision as well, and uh, I don't think anybody was willing to offer Tom Brady uh, the type of money that Tampa, you know, did. But uh, at the same time, like I said, uh, I see a lot of similarities to, to uh, what uh, Tampa is running on offense right now as to what Tom ran maybe five, four, five years ago, uh, not, not the last seasonings with the past, when they had people that could stretch the field a little bit more. So I don't see a whole lot of difference. Uh, a lot of the media is making it out to be a different system. You certainly call it different things, but a lot of you know you're you're not reinventing new plays uh, uh, just because he went from the Pats to Tampa Bay. He's run all those concepts before.
4: Uh, June Jones, former NFL coach, let me ask you: We're seeing some new stuff defensively thrown at Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs. He's lit the league on fire uh, in his first couple years as a starter. But what I what I love from Mahomes and Andy Reid, June, is that anything they throw at him. Mahomes doesn't get rattled. Like in the first meeting against the Raiders, you know, they led comfortably and they went zone heavy and Mahomes picked it apart. So what did they do in this next one? They tweaked things defensively and Mahomes said, okay, fine. I'm just going to go to the check downs. I'm going to do a lot of handoffs. How do you stop an offense like that? I know you're a great offensive mind, but I don't know how people shut down the Steelers. I don't know if the Steelers or anybody can shut down the Chiefs.
7: Well, I'm not sure anybody can right now either. I think the players they have on the field are, are electrifying. They have probably 4-3 speed at every spot, and even the tight end is is one of the faster tight ends that can catching range. That's pretty incredible. Uh, and, and you know, when you've run what Andy's been running, and a lot of the concepts are, are you know, uh, march Broder concepts, a lot of the concepts are run-and-shoot concepts, and, and obviously, he has his own touch on it uh, because of who he is. But uh, I think they've seen everything. I mean, there's nothing that defense is going to throw at him that he hasn't seen at some point and knows how to uh, direct the uh, offense to, to, uh, to efficiency.
5: June, what do you make of what happened down in Miami? Tua is a young quarterback. They, they gave him the job couple of weeks ago, everybody was ranting and raving about him. He has a bad half or a bad three-quarters. They go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. We already know what he is, a journeyman who's been around. He'll play well for a few weeks. You give him the keys to the car, and then he crashes it. Uh, I, th- does that hurt a young quarterback's confidence, or can Tua shake it off?
7: Well, I don't, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I coached Tua in high school his junior year. And then I Did coached not know that. To- at at Maryland. So I know the family and I know the kid extremely well. I don't think anything can uh, break down this kid mentally. He's as tough mentally as he is, tough physically. I watched the game. I was a little bit surprised, even though I was rooting for him for the past four weeks, uh, when they elected to start him over uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, because I thought Ryan had his best game when they sat him down. Uh, at the same time, I know they want to get a feel for, uh, you know, Tua and see what he, he can do and what he can't do. I watched the Denver game, and he looked like a rookie quarterback uh, to me in that, in that game, you know. He, he, uh, uh, the uh, knowingness where to go with the ball quickly when he got pressure, he didn't, it, it wasn't there. Um, and they really protected him those first three games, as you guys watched. They moved him out of the pocket with bootlegs and nakeds. Uh, he threw uh, certain passes just when it was bump and run man. He was going to throw a fade, uh, th- those type of things. Well, Denver really uh, made uh, him look like a rookie. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, am I surprised if they're going back to Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, I'm not surprised because I think they feel they have a chance to win it
3: and get into it.
7: And now they have a feeling also about who Tua is for them. And if that time comes where he can, they can insert him in a game to win a game, pass in the ball, and be the guy at the end of the game, then they're going to uh, go with him for, for, for good, I'm sure. All
4: right, June, I'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, my guy, Sam Darnold, you know, he's been up and down. The Jets just announced that it looks like he's going to be the starter this weekend against Miami. I'm just curious. Jets get the number one pick. We know they're taking Trevor Lawrence. But is it, is there, can we accurately judge what we've seen from Sam Darnold so far in his Jets career? Hasn't been great, but the head coaching changes, the offensive line, the skill position, nothing's been very good. Do you think there's a team out there what that would look Coach to, to buy low on Sam Darnold?
7: I, I, I'm sure there is. Um, uh, I'm a Sam Darnold fan, You know, not living in New York, and I know the pressure that's been on him uh, since, since he, since he got there, I watched him at USC. I coached the, his quarterback coach. I coached his head coach, uh, both out there. And I've talked extensively about him prior to the draft. And when I evaluated him and I did evaluate him for some teams, uh, I thought he might be one of the best ones that ever put out. Woof. And that and there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out of that deal. So I know that it has affected him. All the uncertainty, the instability in the front office, instability in, in which players are playing every week. Uh, I do think there is a lot of teams out there that that feel like I do about Sam Darnold. All
4: right, you, and and I want to
5: ask you about yeah about your website and, and uh, to tell everybody about about this website and what they can get from it.
7: Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, you know I was kind of. Uh, doing it basically because Mouse is about, Mouse Davis, who uh, was the originator of Tiger Ellison back in the 50s, and then Mouse turned the, the running shoot into a pass offense. And we just never, we've talked to thousands of coaches, we've talked to, to uh, people whenever they wanted to talk, but the, the intricacies of what we do is uh, a lot different. And so we wanted to provide for the high school coaches and anybody that wanted to, to learn passing offense. Uh, about the concepts and what we do, and so we created the website, and it's going very well. And, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, help a lot of uh, a lot of coaches.
4: Great stuff, June Jones, former NFL coach. Check out his. Can website. you help Matt Patricia in Detroit? Ah! See, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> stop killing the guy, Rob. CoachTube.com. June Jones, c- uh, congratulations on the site and keep up the yes. good work, man.
7: All right, thanks, guys. Aloha.
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
1: It's beer cracking
3: season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite. Great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.